now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host here. And every week we bring you tips, education, updates on stuff related to your home, home-related matters. Uh, you might be in the real estate market. You might not be. It doesn't really matter because if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas around your home, this is a great place to be. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. It's been my pleasure being your host here every week for the last six years. I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria since 1991. That is my actual day job, by the way, folks. My CFAX job is for fun. I love doing this. I have handled uh, over 2,500 transactions here in Greater Victoria, and I'm proud to be ranked as one of the top producing agents in the REMAX system in Western Canada. Be pleased to help you as well, too. If you have questions, want to chat about maybe a move in your new future, just reach out to me and uh, let's talk. You can find myself and the rest of the whole Home Show team members by visiting cfax1070.com, look under shows. There you'll find us, The Whole Home Show, with me, Tony Joe. All of their contact information is there, or you can always just reach out to me, as you do every week. We all love hearing from our loyal CFAX listeners, uh, because we know you're listening, and we know that we're doing what you are looking for, giving you information and and um, details about home-related matters that are helpful to you. And as long as we get that feedback from you, we're going to continue doing this, because we love it. Um, by the way, if you're a podcast listener, you can listen to all six years worth of programs, 280 episodes uh, worth uh, by visiting by, or going to iTunes or Google, Google Play, and you can just sign up because we do podcast all of our episodes. This week, we are having a conversation about moving away from your home of many years. I know it's a tough decision, tough decision for many. But sometimes after 40 years, 50 years, it's time to think about the next step. So today we're going to be having a chat with Jane Doing. She is with Changing Places. This is a company that's been around for a long time. I've known Jane for a long time. And she and her team are the ones that help you, usually seniors or even those who have, you know, just been in their home for a long time. It's time to downsize. It's time to find homes for some of the articles that you'll no longer need. Maybe distribute items back to your kids who have left them in your home for years. Uh, even disposing of some or finding places like online auctions or shopping to uh, get value from them, enabling you to pack because she helps with the packing process and helps with the moving process to get you to where you want to go. So looking forward to having a chat with Jane. Uh, in addition to Jane, we're also going to be having a conversation with one of the amazing uh, retirement communities here in Greater Victoria. It's the Kensington. That's up in the Gordon Head area across from University Heights. Been there for a while. I've been there many times. It's a beautiful location. We're going to be having a chat with uh, sales consultant Melinda Cottingham and also the executive director there, Samantha Wright, just talking about what Kensington is all about. So if you are someone 
who is thinking about that move, maybe early yet right now, but you want to learn more, you want to know how it could work. If you're the child of a parent who maybe should be thinking about this, then be sure to stay on our program uh, for the next hour because we're going to give you a lot of great information uh, and um, give you an outlook as to what one can expect throughout the moving process uh, and landing at the Kensington. It's going to be a fantastic episode. We always uh, start off with a chat about things that are going on. Uh, I do receive uh, comments, feedbacks, uh, feedback and questions from you, our listeners, which is great. was having a chat with someone last week about the offer process. And I, I feel like I do cover this every once in a while, but it's only because it's a very complicated thing. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's you don't read it in the textbooks, but, you know, it's really handy when you're talking with someone like me who's done this a lot. And by the way, I am an instructor for our provincial regulators, so I get to teach this often as well. And I know we have a lot of realtors that listen to our program every week. Uh, I get great feedback from them uh, as well. So uh, thank you all for, for listening. But the conversation that I had was about multiple offers because we are still in a phase at the time of recording right now of multiple offers. We see bidding wars. It's not the way it was during the heyday of 2021 and early 2022. Um, but the question came up about with with multiple offers as a buyer because this was a buyer that asked the question as a buyer do i get to know how many other offers i'm competing against and do i get to know what those other offers are so i want to answer that question for you number one yes we do get to know first of all if you are competing if there are other offers on the table. And the reason for that is it is really an advantage or a benefit to the seller to let other interested parties know that there is another offer or other offers in place because it sets the stage for a multiple offer bidding war situation. And by announcing the presence of other offers, it enables the other buyers to sharpen up their their offers, sharpen up the proposal uh, instead of trying to get a, a lower price or a, uh, you know, to get a deal. If you want the house enough, you're going to want to put your best foot forward and be competitive in the offer process. So number one, yes, we get to know about the presence of other offers. There is in fact a regulation at different real estate boards and there is one here as well where the listing agent does need to announce to buyer's agents the presence of other offers. Now, do you get to know how many offers there are? I'll tell you, there's a couple of agents I know of right now who for some reason or other, they don't want to disclose that number. Most, almost all agents will. And the reason why they will tell you how many offers there are is because that too um, will inform the other buyers on how sharp to make their offer. Because if they're just competing against one offer, it's very different than if they're competing against 10 or 15. By the way, we have seen some of those recently. So the number of offers, again, as I just mentioned, uh, it's a benefit to the seller to set the stage for that multiple offer situation. Now, the last one is, though, do you get to find out what the other offers are? And the answer there is no. 
because the content of the offers is private information between the seller, their listing agent, and that other offer party. You think about this for a moment. If you made an offer, do you want other parties to know what it is? Because if you did, then they would have the upper hand and say, okay, well, we're going to offer $5,000 more for you. And if you did, if they had that benefit, then you would have that benefit too. Um, and some would argue, well, that would be a more transparent method of doing things. And maybe that would uh, cool down the whole rush for uh, upward pricing. We've had this discussion, folks, by the way. Um, the organized real estate has talked to market areas like Australia, where open bidding is common. Any of you guys who go to fundraisers where there is open auctions, you know ego gets in the way. And sometimes people get over exuberant with uh, bidding and they get even more. So that's not necessarily the case. Um, now, what the Vancouver Real Estate Board is talking about is documentation that notes confirmation of the fact that there are other offers. Toronto has a registry where people have to register. Uh, the reason why I mention this right now is because sometimes people, buyers will say, how do we know that is true? How do we know that there are truly other offers I'm competing with. The good news is Victoria is a relatively small town. We still, I mean, we got 1,600 agents, which I guess is deemed to be sort of large, but we all more or less know each other. There's a high level of trust. When most agents tell me there is another offer in place, I know it to be true. Um, and of course, you find out that it's true when you don't get the house and it sells to somebody else. So uh, we may, I suppose, at some point, look into a registry. That's organized real estate. That would be the local real estate board. Who knows? I'm sure they're listening. Um, but in any event, that's the answer to the questions about number of offers and disclosure of what they are. You know, you might wonder, you might think, ah, you know, this is all tilted towards the benefit of the seller. That's not true, folks. Organized real estate is designed and set up to benefit both buyers and sellers. Don't forget, real estate represents buyers and sellers. It is fair. It's a fair system. What really changes is what is happening on the market. Because if it's a seller's market, of course, everything is uh, tilted towards the seller. If it's a buyer's market, it's the other way. But the systems are designed to be fair. Anyways, we'll be back in a moment chatting about your move with changing places and then going over to the Kensington. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Today, we are going to try to solve the question or the level of stress that people have when they make a move. You know, sure, it's fine. When you're younger, you know, when you're 20 or 25, you call your buddies up and you get yourself a rental truck and you order pizza and beer and you get your pals to help you. But fast forward to our later years, you know, when your kids are gone, when you've been in a house for 40 or 50 years, when you have a lot of items accumulated uh, and you don't have the strength or energy to do this on your own anymore, what do you do? Let's say you want to move but you don't know how to get there. After um, our later break, we're going to be having a visit with the Kensington and talking about all of the great stuff that uh, you can enjoy at that lovely retirement community. But right now, we want to answer the question about how you get there. So our guest right now is from Changing Places, and uh, it is the owner, Jane Doing. Uh, Jane, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for having me. 
Yeah. And of course, you and I go way back. We've known each other for a very long time because, of course, I was marketing uh, seniors developments back in the mid 90s. And you've been doing this for at least that long, right? Yes. Um, actually, Changing Places started in 1991. Yeah. And I've been, so it's over 40 years ago. Yeah. And been, <laughs> over 30 years ago. Yeah. I've yeah. been with uh, Changing Places now for 20 years, which I can hardly believe. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so let's tell our listeners, what is it that you do and how can you help people? Well, basically, we're a very comprehensive downsizing and relocation service, mostly to seniors. And breaking that down, it means that we really look at the complexity. And it is very complex, usually. I mean, there are simpler parts to it, but very complex. And we basically work with the individual from beginning to end. Um, we look at their circumstances and it's all through the beginning conversation. So going out and having a conversation either by phone or in person, we can find out exactly what's needed. And there are many parts to it. There's usually the move, the whole moving process, which means choosing what you're going to take with you, say to the Kensington, um, what, um, what, needs to happen to that and booking a mover, packing, unpacking, setting up, and by the end of move day in your new home. Yeah. But that's kind of a one part of it. The other part of it is you have lived in, as you mentioned, uh, a house for 50 years. It's a big house. And there are many parts to that house that you've accumulated all your, all your life collection. And now what do we do with that? all the rest of what's not moving with you. So we assist with that, with repurposing, selling. Um, we involve family in terms of if there's shipping to be done. And we virtually touch every part of the house, organizing it, kind of deconstructing and making it ready for whether if it's going to be a, a, a selling situation, we work with the realtor helping uh, prepare for that mm -hmm. we we work with the retirement setting in terms of being able to connect with with what when is move day what's needed for the move we take away all we do all the logistics mm -hmm. and vir virtually unravel all that complexity and then hopefully have not an overwhelmed and stressed senior so off the top of your head how long is the longest uh, residency in a house that you've encountered Somebody's living in a house for a very long time. Uh, I would say 55 years. Yeah. So I had one that was, I think, close to 50 years. That's amazing when you think about it, right? And it is. And, you know, they would have moved into that house 50 years ago in a very different way. Yes. And also, uh, sometimes it might be that it was the parents' home. Oh. And they've actually had parents' stuff still there. And then all of their, th uh, their um, belongings, kids. their collection and the kids. And they have all the kids' collections in the basement or in the attic, yeah. all the kids' stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know, uh, it, it, it occurs to me because I've thought about this with my house as well, too, because, you know, I've only been here for 17 years. I'm looking right now at an accumulation of things that I have. I know at some point in time I'm going to need to consider downsizing this. And uh, that scares me. So what is it like for a senior? Well, it is. I mean, it's basically when I get invited into someone's home to start this discussion, I'm so aware of, of what the beginning of this journey, and it is a journey. It's like it's like um, allowing someone like changing places and, and hopefully they'll 
there, there will be lots of people who will invite um, relocation companies to come and help them because it's truly, we have 20 years of experience and, and it's still complex for us as, with 20 years of experience. We bring that into that living room. We bring that into that first conversation and then we can start to really um, uh, hear, the, hear the story of, of where, they've, where the seniors come from, where they're going, where they're at right now. And then we start to match that scope of work that's needed provide the support, the process, the timeline, and all the planning, and just say, put it on my shoulders. Yeah. I will accept that responsibility, yeah. and we will do this together, and we'll see who else is on the team. Who's the realtor? Where are you moving to? Mm -hmm. Who are the family members? And we include all of that in that process. So we are truly a, a team wrapped around the senior and we will we will move forward because quite often there's a lot of circumstances happening for that senior health issues perhaps uh recent widowhood all those kinds of things that just make it even harder yeah. and then physical health and that kind of thing so yeah. we're there and we will we will move forward together so I will say to so our listeners as well, to my first encounter with Changing Places, Changing Places specifically, um, was when we were marketing uh, condos and we for seniors. And we discovered at the time as the marketing team that the biggest stress that a prospective buyer had was going from that 50-year house. So they've made the decision, like they want to move, they want to enjoy all the amenities that the that the next place has to offer, but it's just getting past that hurdle of how to get there. And as a result, the developer in their wisdom at the time said, well, let's do this. Let's engage in a moving company like Changing Places, and they're the ones that will remove that stress. And it was very successful. Like we sold out, you know, all three developments that uh, that I handled at the time. And um, it's really a question of removing the stress. I think sometimes maybe uh, what needs to be considered is not just the stress of the client, but it's of their kids too, right? Yes, exactly. And one of the things I, interesting what you were just saying about, you know, showing a new place that's smaller and then coming from 50 years of living in a bigger place is one of the things I do is I when I walk in the front door, um, I actually, within that first hour of conversation, identify that they are, in fact, already living in 750 square feet. Mm. Because I come in the front door, I pass the formal living room that's not used anymore. I pass the formal dining room that isn't being used anymore. Go straight to the kitchen, family room, kit, uh, eating nook. Mm -hmm. And then we turn past that. We go past the garage and laundry. And then we turn in to their bedroom, the first bedroom. And then we go into the other bedrooms, which aren't being used anymore. One might be an office. Yeah. So really, we've got the blueprint quite often in someone's home of, of the space because it's getting up past that idea of living in 3,000 square feet and now I have to live in 750. Yeah. And if you can demonstrate that you're actually living in, say, 750 to 1,000 max, yeah. you know, there, there's it's easier to eliminate in your mind that that kind of that is that is absolutely true because it's true i mean and and clients admit that too they they will say they go i only really use yeah i use the kitchen the eating space and the family room 
Yes. And the bedroom, of course. So, yeah, for sure. Oh, my goodness. Um, listen, we are just coming up on a break here. We're having a conversation with Jane Doing. She is the owner of Changing Places, and this is a fantastic service that you may need to look into. Uh, Jane, what's the phone number in case people need to reach you? 250-721-4490. 721-4490. Well, listen, need to take a quick, quick break here. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help with direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. And as a reminder, you can find their contact information and mine by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under Shows. There you'll find us, The Whole Home Show, with me, Tony Joe. And if you are a podcast listener, you can download all of our 280 episodes over the course of the past six years. Uh, you know, maybe there is something that you're looking for right now that we covered five years ago or three years ago or whatever. We've got a full directory there. Uh, all you've got to do is go to iTunes or Google, Google Play, and all of our episodes are there. You can download and listen at your pleasure. It's lots of fun we love we love talking about real estate and home related stuff that's the reason why we're here and of course uh it is amazing to hear from our loyal cfax listeners on a weekly basis you guys reach out to uh, myself and the rest of the whole home show team and ask us questions we are here to serve if you if there's anything you need or any uh question you would like answered just reach out to me uh, reach out to us and we'd be happy to answer them for you we're having conversations today about making a move after uh, this break here we're, or the next break we'll be having a chat uh with the kensington learning about uh, that amazing facility and all of the amenities they have to offer for residents. Um, but we, before this break, had a conversation with Jane Doing. She's the owner of Changing Places, and she is uh, here with us yet again. Uh, Jane, thanks again for coming and being on our show today. Well, thank you for having me. So, yeah. you know, we started off this program by just having the, you know, uh, commenting about how a move is daunting. Uh, it's daunting enough for a young person, you know, who's been in their home for six months or two years. It is extra daunting for someone who's lived in a house, as you mentioned, 55 years with all of the knickknacks and things and, and all that, what to keep, what to move. Appreciate what you brought up just before this break about identifying that a, um, uh, a client already only lives in a small portion of the house. Um, the next question I have for you is, what do you do with all their stuff? And how do you handle that? Well, I, I have to say that there's usually more fretting going on with the rest of the stuff than there is necessarily the, the next move and what's going with them. Yeah. Um, so basically, it's really, really important for, for me when I'm talking to the client and getting to the heart of what, what really matters to to them around uh, where they where all the other stuff came from and where where it probably could be best repurposed. So of course everyone wants value, and it's it's a struggle these days to get a lot of value back from your possessions that that have been well used and or are very unique in terms of what it means to you. Oh, okay, but so 
so I, if I'm hearing you right, for instance, the uh, the uh, buffet and hutch, the china, the tea yes. sets, and the silverware, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's the it's the items that that that, that I think really um, uh, begs the question of where is the best future usage, and the and who will and how will they how will the senior feel um, the best about about letting go mm -hmm. and quite often it's it's finding the right reuse and that often can be a refugee family it can be a ukrainian family it can be habitat for humanity in terms of them being able to resell and and gain money for for their for their programs it can be the uh, other charities it can be with the church groups um, and then with special collections like weavers or art people, quite often they're the best resource, uh, the senior themselves who've been active in that in that um, world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just help them find and navigate through to the best um, resource of, of you know what's the specialty in terms of if they've got books and and does UVic do who who are they in contact with across mm -hmm. the country if they have artwork. That came from Saskatchewan, then is that artist well known in Saskatchewan? Therefore, you go on on um, on the, the web base and and then find out um, if there's buyers that would you know that they could that artwork could go to them. It's and that is the complexity of trying to find the best um, solution. But quite often this happens in a bigger time frame, so that's why it's really important for people to I think start that downsizing process well before they're moving. Mm -hmm. There's less stress. You've got more time to do your research and, and more satisfaction at the end of finding a new home for everything in your house. If you leave it to the three months of putting your house on the market, downsizing, selling, moving, it's you don't have as much time. And therefore, you have to look at the outcome. Like if it's financial, you really want a, a good financial outcome. The financial outcome is in the selling of your home. Yeah. Therefore, you don't want to be holding that back two months because you're trying to find the best um, situation for a dining room table or some of the other furniture that yeah. at the end of the day you might get $40 for. Amazing point. Amazing point. Uh, and you're right, you know, because the whole selling and moving process typically around three months, just thinking about condensing that 50 years worth of life experience down to three months. Uh, you know what I just heard from you, and I, I I think this is a great tip. You know, something that maybe people can can walk away from, walk away with from uh, hearing it here is, if you have a plan in your future, thinking about moving in a year or two years or something, maybe now's the time to start, um, you know, paring down and finding homes for these things that uh, uh, that 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 you really want people to appreciate. Yeah. And I think what's important is to is to not worry and think about if I make that phone call, suddenly I'm 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 creating a, a fast track of someone telling me that I need to move. And it's not the case at all. It's like the, the earlier you make that call to someone, some something like changing places, the more you can go, oh, okay, you're I'm 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 able to um to lay out some ideas about how to proceed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it could be several years before I might get the second next call. And, you know, I'm very happy to come out and have that conversation. Um, and quite often there's, a, there's the ability to look at a small piece of work. So it's not like changing places would be 
at that point involved in the whole meal meal deal it might be saying well how about if we came out for two or three sessions for two to three hours to look at some closet reorganizing you know have you got kind of the um christmas paper in the back of a closet and you've got <laughs> coats hanging and you've got a whole closets that could be basically you know taken care of and you're going to feel so much better because it's all about the footprint it's all about the burden that you're feeling that you might leave to your children yeah. or that is is going to be has to be done sometime well why not do it now in small chunks and then usually if you if i come out for two two sessions with the two weeks in between in between you've got a little bit of homework to do yeah. and you get an accomplishment you can look back and 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 i call it getting a room or an organization or get, getting a closet what i call move ready yeah and you don't have to move for four years but it's ready for you to move yeah. you open up your coat closet it has exactly the hats you wear now not and doesn't have 12 umbrellas just two yeah. and has uh you know the shoes that you still wear and the coats you still wear yeah. and it's just a good feeling and you're amazing feeling, uh, yeah. yeah i'm glad you brought that up you know because i i think I do feel that sometimes people might think, well, if I gave uh, Jane a call, then I'll be rushed into, you know, uh, uh, doing stuff. So, you know, uh, thank you. Thanks for letting us know. I mean, it is, it's a process. And I guess what you're saying is you will work at the timeline of the client, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Okay, Jane, again, if people need to reach you, what's the best number? 250-721-4490. Great. And we have a website, changingplaces.ca. Great. Changingplaces.ca. And of course, um, you are well known uh, among the um, uh, retirement uh, uh, places in town because they know that having you on the job will make the job easier as well, too. So we're going to be chatting with uh, Kensington just after this break here. Thanks again for joining us, Jane. And thank you, Tony. Yeah, we'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Just had a conversation with Jane Doing from Changing Places about transitioning from maybe your home of 30, 40, 50 years into the next location. And we know it can be tough. We know that there's a lot of memories and things to pack up and maybe things you don't even need anymore. But then it begs the question, where are you going to go? And our next guests, both of them, are going to tell us about a fantastic location you've driven before. Uh, you've driven in front of it, sorry, many times over the years. Maybe even wondered what it is. And it is a Rivera property. It is the Kensington, and we have with us a sales consultant, Melinda Cottingham, and also the executive director, Samantha Wright. Uh, both of you, thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having us, Tony. Happy to be here. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a, such a fantastic location. It's a great spot. For those of you who don't know, it's basically right behind Tuscany Village. We've got a Thrifty Foods there. They're shopping. Um, there will be, and it's a construction site right now, but there's going to be uh, University Heights because uh, it was the mall before. Home Depot was there. Lots of places to go walk around. But um, uh, both of you guys, tell us about the Kensington. What is it all about? Yeah, so the Kensington is an independent retirement community. So essentially, you move in, you have fun, and we do all the chores. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like being on a cruise ship. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, now, so, of course, you are bumping into people every day, and location, of course, is a biggie, because I'm guessing a lot of your residents uh, are sort of from the surrounding area, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, Gordon Head, great community. Um, we get a lot of walk-in traffic as well, um, just because of our location. So, and as you mentioned, Tuscany Village is just a, it's a gold mine. Our residents love to be able to go for a five minute walk and have 26 shops right behind them. So it's, uh, and I must say the construction has not been uh, troublesome for us at all so far. So we're looking forward to the project being done, but uh, the Kensington is a great location. And we find that uh, most people either have lived in the neighborhood their whole life and, and move in here because of that, or they've moved back to the old neighborhood, which they once uh, grew up in. So it's very much about the location. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic. So having been there many times myself, I mean, it's, it is a, it's a, it's a lovely, lovely building. Um, let's talk about amenities. So we'll get to the, the suites in a moment. Cause of course, you know, um, uh, you'd have your, your own suite, but what are some of the amenities uh, to kind of describe to our listeners what, uh, what to expect when they walk in your door? Yeah, Tony. Um, we'd like to call ourselves the active living community. So we've got a full calendar every month, um, but you have a choice. And that's what we, we love to give our residents is a choice. Um, we have a fantastic bus. We love to go out on excursions. In fact, today we're going out to the lavender farm. So something, oh. and destinations are always a hit. So uh, we're, um, we're happy to, to take folks around the community, the island, um, and then active living here at home, we've got exercise classes, which are well attended, um, even yoga. So we do chair yoga and the residents uh, still get to participate and adapt to senior lifestyle. Fantastic. I have seen the, uh, the, the, the coach driving around. So I know that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, uh, so, so what is, it's just a matter of signing up. Like you've got a coordinator that arranges all these things. And I guess it's up to the residents, whether they, uh, you know, if they like to participate or not or whatever, right? Absolutely. Our director of active living uh, works here full time. And, um, so she puts the calendar together, um, and it's varied. So the residents review the calendar, uh, sign up and uh, participate. Um, and then we have things that are a bit organic. Um, some are kind of resident led. Um, one of them is our gardening group. And mm -hmm. so they have an opportunity to putter around in planter boxes um, and, and, you know, uh, not miss that gardening that they probably loved at home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that that is something that comes up often when people are thinking about moving into a condo, you know, they've got their garden, where are they going to garden? And I, I think this kind of leads us to the, the next thing, which is, you know, sometimes people have the perception that a retirement community means, um, you know, uh, I, I guess what I'm getting to is we, we need to define active um, uh, living because these are people who are enjoying life to the fullest uh, presently, right? And... Yeah. Complete in yeah. complete independence, right? Completely independent. So yeah, yeah, we're here to um plan and organize events and concerts. Um, but we, you know, we we remind, we inspire, we invite, but uh your day is up to you. There's lots of opportunity for the, the diversity in our activities throughout the day and the week are 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 fantastic. So there's something that appeals to everyone. We have a lot of live music at the Kensington. Our residents love to not only sing, but dance. And um, so we have live music entertainers um, 
all the time, at least once a week anyways, among all the other activities and, and events that we have. So it's fun. All the kids that tour with their parents want to move in too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, why wouldn't they? Like you said, it's like a cruise ship right? uh, on land, yeah. right? Um, now, cruise ships also have great food and that's another aspect of the kensington too because of course you've got the great dining room there what can people expect um when it comes to to dining yeah so um it's flexibility i think that's that's one of the things that um attracts our residents is that um breakfast and lunch are kind of um uh, of course we offer that but it's um it's something that our residents um, can choose to participate or not. Um, and if they choose to participate, there's a, a nominal fee, um, but they, they like that, you know, and, and because each suite has its own kitchenette, some people are just happy, you know, um, putting their own breakfast together or their own lunch for that matter, and then joining us for dinner in the dining room. And so um, they love the freedom. Um, they're out and about all day, um, and then uh, join their neighbors for dinner. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Tony, we're finding two things. So with the flexibility, just to jump on the heels of Samantha, is that is just that, you know, they don't want to be tied down to an 8 o'clock breakfast, a 12 o'clock lunch, a 5 o'clock dinner. So having that flexibility to make the first two meals optional, the only one they actually pay for is dinner, which is included because everybody has dinner. So they like having the time flexibility and not paying for something they're not, um, using or having, right? So it seems to be important. Yeah. And and the other thing too is, you know, the, the importance of having well-rounded meals um, because we know, I mean, we've seen, we've, I've seen uh, folks, clients um, who, you know, could maybe uh, use some help from the uh, nu nutrition standpoint. And I guess that's one of the great things about coming to a place like the Kensington is just being taken care of in that, uh, in that respect, right? Yeah, absolutely. And on that note, we have a, uh, not new to the industry, but new to the Kensington, we have a, a brand new director of culinary starting with us next week. So we're all really excited about that. Um, he seems to to bring a lot to the table, no pun intended. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward to having him. So um, yeah, we'll look forward to next week when he starts. Yeah, well, just so much better than toast, toast and tea, right? Which is, <laughs> which is, which is a common meal. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, sad yeah. as it is. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, I should have asked you this question before, you know, for preparation, but any idea what the age range in the Kensington is uh, presently? Yeah, well, we have residents that are in their 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and we have two girls over 100. Um, <laughs> it's They're amazing, all of yeah. them. I would think, yeah, but yeah think it's probably, probably 65 to 105. Yeah, so it's hard to put an, an average age out there because you'll meet someone who's 97 and think they're 70. So, you know, we've just <laughs> got a, a lot of good spirits in this building, some, some good souls. Um, yeah, but we're probably, we're getting a lot more people moving in in their late 70s, which is great to see, so yep. they can still enjoy independence. So I would say probably, you know, late 70s might be an average age. You know, something that, that I have noticed over the years, and I think it's important for people, especially kids, to, to sort of consider, and that is sometimes... Um, uh, folks want to stay independent longer in their homes. And I get it. You know, you live in your home for 40 years, 50 years, uh, whatever, um, and you want to be independent, but things aren't the same. 
you know, mm -hmm. uh, gardening is a chore. You're definitely not, I hope, getting up on a ladder or things like that. And I myself, I've experienced where people have waited too long. Absolutely. And, and they never had the opportunity to enjoy a place like the Kensington because they 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 kept their independence for, for, for so long. And suddenly now they need a higher level of care. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. You know, we often hear the phrase, oh, I wish I'd done this sooner. And, and it's true, you know, because perhaps there's a preconceived idea of, of what retirement living is to them. So um, that's why we love folks coming to have a visit, you know, um, no obligation, have a look around, see what goes on here. Um, and uh, a lot of people are surprised, you know, wow, I didn't, I didn't realize. Yeah. yeah. And you'll even treat them to a meal, right, Melinda? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and and this is I, I guess this is the an important point that I wanted to cover uh, with chatting with you both today is you know it's that regret it's that I should have done it sooner because uh, you probably have had residents in there that have been there for years right yeah 16, 10, 12, 15, 16 years yeah so, yeah coming up seventeen years some of our residents so um it's a great place to be and the nice thing is your your lease agreement is month to month. So there's nobody here because they have to be here. They're here because they want to be and they're enjoying it. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it is, it's a great place to be. Uh, and the sooner you can come, the better, really. You know, who doesn't uh, want to make a new friend and have somebody cook them dinner and do their yeah. laundry, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Social, you know, the social environment, you know, being close to people and everything. And it's better for the kids too, because then the kids aren't worried about, you know, mom or dad or both of them, Right. So true. And, you know, family is, is, is number one important, but you know what? People also need to spend time with people their own age that they have things in common with and, yeah. um, you know, stories that they can all relate to. And then the kids usually get more um, quality time with their mom or dad or both because they're not taking them to appointments and, you know, <laughs> bringing them groceries and things. They have time to actually sit down and have a nice, meaningful visit, right? Oh, that's that's a great point. You know, just to wrap up, too, because we started talking about Tuscany. And the greatest thing is it's on the same side of the street, too. So not yeah. having to cross the street. Right. That is that's a biggie. Safety first. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, if people would like to visit uh, the address of the Kensington is. Thirty nine sixty five Shelburne. Yep. And just so you know, we've got one bedroom starting at thirty five hundred. Fantastic. A, yeah. Fantastic. Well, listen, folks, uh, pop by, visit uh, Melinda, uh, say hi to Samantha while you're there. Samantha, of course, is the executive director and Melinda is the sales consultant there at the Kensington. It is a place you got to check out. Please, please do so. And as you heard earlier, uh, there are people, services like Jane at Changing Places that can help you get there from A to B. So whole team aspect, you know, uh, give me a call. I can help you sell your house. We'll get you moved. We'll get you in in the Kensington. Everything's going to be nice and easy right ladies that's right <laughs> great well thanks for joining us and to the rest of our listeners we'll be here for you this time next week